Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Zayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are wrapping wrapping up uh, Step 11, Passion, with our integration night. I am Kelly Fox, and we are excited to be here with you. And I am going to introduce you to my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well, thank you. I am so glad to hear that. <laughs> um, we are going to be talking all things passion, which is so suiting because both of us are very passionate about being fearless. So let's get at it. Uh, please welcome our master of integration, uh, the guest coach that is always here for us. Trish March. How are you doing tonight, Trish? I am doing wonderful. I love that master of integration. <laughs> I love that. It's so good to be so here with you, I love being on the call with you. Yes, we love having you. So, Trish, start us off with what does passion mean to you? Um, well, let's see. Passion, well, I have a lot of passion, so just like you ladies do. Um, so, it's always been something that, um, I don't know, I guess really made me realize where my heart is and where, um, you know, the things that I'm passionate about is really where my heart is kind of driving the way or the things that make me the most happy or make me feel like most in alignment. And really, you know, mm-hmm. I've spent the last few years focusing on, you know, aligning my passion with my purpose, right? Because so many times you're doing things in life and, you're you're kind of bottled down by the drudgery of what's happening or work or whatever else is going on. And really I found that, you know, living my passion as much as I could was really, or aligning my passion with my purpose was really making me have more passion in my life, right? And more happiness. Just feeling yeah. more aligned. So it kind of brought me in into that wholeness of being uh, by really aligning my purpose and passion. So it's pretty important. <laughs> yeah. I can hear the passion in your voice about your passion. <laughs> okay. So how do you support your clients with regaining or identifying their passion? Um, well, I love that question, Kelly, because so much of my practice is about that. Um, I work with people that are feeling burned out, bottled up, or, you know, have beat themselves down with their self-talk. And, you know, I mean, that really causes you to lose a lot of your motivation, tired, you know, and it it really, um, you get stuck in in the fear, right? So, so much of the work I'm doing is is getting people realigned and getting them back into their passion. You know, and I, Mm -hmm. I have a lot of different ways that I do that, but I think the, you know, people have lost sight of what their passion is. So I think a lot of it is really helping people understand, you know, what passion looks like, what feel, what it feels like, and, and how it is for them in their life so that you can help them 
recognize <laughs> the things that are important to them and how, you know, and how they can align that with the, with the purposes of their life. Mm-hmm. So I love it's that. Helping them get, it's helping them feel safe in, in their alignment and, you know, all the different things that you've talked about each month, making them more aware, seeing how willing they are. You know, and just going through each of those steps to really bring them back into the passion of of their life. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I'm, I love an analogy that Rhonda has of our purpose being our car and our passion being the fuel. And so I really feel like our passion and our purpose go really hand in hand with each other. But I think that we can be passionate about a lot of things. And it doesn't yeah. have to be something huge or something, you know, that, you know, like a purpose or a life mission. It can be you're passionate about pickles. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a big thing, you know, um, or, and it can be. So I think it's really interesting talking about passion and all the different ways that people have described passion and um, talked about, you know, um, the different ways they express passion. And so it's been a really interesting month of expanding um, my idea or my concept of what passion is and what it can do. Sharing all about you. Yeah, I think it's been um, it's been a really interesting month doing you know we, we integrate the theme for the month in multiple ways and so today I had a, a session with one of our year-long uh, participants about how she had clarified her passion uh, through the month and through working with her partner and doing the homework and and just really you know focusing on on passion and her understanding around passion and I told her it's really been enlightening for me as well to expand my concepts around around passion, and that uh, it's, just, it's something that excites you, right? Something that gets you out of bed in the morning, something that you look forward mm-hmm. to. And so there's there's so many, like you said, there's so many things you can be passionate about. When you and I were talking, it was like all of a sudden we just started finding all these things in common that I hadn't even you know really identified as as a part of my passion because one of the things we had asked everybody to do was write down their three top passions. And oh. so we started talking about movies and then we started talking about books and then we started, you know, I just kept going on and on about the things that excite us. And it really expanded my idea of, uh, of passion. Just like you were saying, it doesn't have to be something big. It can be, it can, you can have a, a multiple passions that have different uh, degrees of, um, commitment, different degrees of time commitment. You know, it's just that when you're excited about something, that builds passion. Absolutely. So, Terry, how do you how do you first or how do you support your clients to first discover those things that they're passionate about? Well, first of all, they need to have an awareness, right? Because uh, that's mm-hmm. the first step. <laughs> that's the first step in in uh, embracing any concept in your life is an awareness. 
And so a lot of people I find, myself included at times in, in my journey, I I probably didn't even understand, you know, what how deep passion goes and how many definitions there are for passion. And, and I think as we go into the concept, the next concept of love, that just builds upon our understanding of passion as well. But I think the first step is awareness. So just helping people to get a definition of what, what is passion, what does, I think, uh, Trish already said this, what does it feel like, what does it look like, what does it sound like, you know, just really identifying uh, what that is and what those feelings around that are and then being able to de- identify what are the things that bring you passion, the things that excite you, the things that you you think about. I mean, like I'm... I, one of the things I'm passionate about is helping the homeless in my community. So I, I go to bed thinking about it. I wake up thinking about it. It's uh, on my mind. It's in my heart and soul. I, it's something I really am passionate about working on. And so that, you know, that's one definition of passion in my life. And so helping people to understand what is it that that you, you know, you can't stop thinking about that you, you know, in that case is, is trying to find solution to something. Other things are, you know, uh, that solution-oriented. They're more like a passion for traveling or a passion for your family. You know, those are things that are are filling your soul with joy, and uh, that's what excites you. So, I mean, it's it's um, it's an awareness. It's being able to identify those things that you're passionate about, and then are those things in alignment with your intention, and just clarifying and. Uh, and becoming willing then to to seek seek opportunities to have to build upon those passions that bring you happiness, bring you joy, bring you confidence. You know, there's just so many avenues that passion can affect your life, the quality of your life, and the the purpose and meaning of your journey. Yeah, I love how you said that um, about your passion being in line with your intention, but I also think you can flip that and ask yourself if your intention is in alignment with your passion. Mm-hmm. You know, are you are you doing things to create more passion in your life, to have passion for your life? You know, or are you stuck in the mundane or the day-to-day or the, you know, do you have the blinders on and you're just, you know, taking one step at a time? I think that when we get stuck in that mode, we get we're we're focused on the hard things, and we're focused on the things we have to do, or we're focused on you know all of the multiple responsibilities that we have, and we we don't see all of the blessings that are going on around us. We we may not see all of the opportunities that we have for fun or joy or you know, relaxation because we're so focused on these other things. And I think that an intention can support us in being focused on those other things, being focused on what makes us happy and what gets us excited, being focused on, you know, those things that we can talk all day about or we, you know, we get all, when I get excited, when I get excited, I start talking fast and loud. So what are those what are those things that we're talking fast and loud about? Um, 
you know, um, you know, if we don't know, ask, ask your friends, ask your coworkers, <laughs> what is it that I talk about? And um, most likely that will be something that you're passionate about. But I think when I know for some of my clients or just people that I've talked to, you know, when they're unsure about what their passion is, it's, it's usually because they're focusing on the, the negative, you know, kind of parts of life. And they're not, they're not keeping their eyes open to those things that they love, those things that get them excited. They're only focusing on the things that drag them down or overwhelm them. And so I think that that's also a helpful thing for one to do if they're trying to find their passion. Yeah, I think there are people that really don't know what they're passionate about because they're stuck in in uh, their comfort zone. They're not taking risks. They uh, are living day to day and uh, and kind of stuck in that survival rather than thriving. Uh-huh. Yeah. Trish? Um, I think I would agree with that. I, I think it's it can be challenging for some people to, you know, maybe they haven't experimented enough in life to figure out what their passion is as well, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's challenging people to try new things to see where their passions are. I know I've been trying to work with my dad a little bit. He's getting a little bit older and, you know, mowing the grass just doesn't seem that passionate to me. So we talk about that a lot. Like, what does he want to do with you know, the rest of his life, like, where does he want to spend his time? What makes him happy? What's important to him? You know, what, what does he value? You know, where do, what does he want to be doing with himself? And he does want to mow the grass. He does love that. That for him is a passion. It's important. And I never really thought that it would be like that, but we've, we've been talking about that a lot. So, you know, you just never know what's going to be important to people. And, um, but I do keep trying to encourage him to try different things as well because, you know, it's it's nice to have things in your life that you're passionate about, that you really care about, that you value, and that you can be involved in, right? Like, you know, Kelly, I know you do a lot with suicide prevention. Like, I know you have a passion for that. You feel strongly about that. So it's, you know, having those things in life that are really important that you're you're really stretching and growing with and really putting yourself out there with. And, you know, the same carry with you with the homeless i think those are both amazing amazing things that you're passionate about and that you're giving towards um you know finding something like that's a real blessing right something that you really care about and that you want to you know really support yeah yeah i think so and i think also i love that you talked about your dad um and you know mowing the lawn i think that's so fun that, um, you know, it's those simple things that we can find pleasure in, you know, that we can find enjoyment in doing it just so, right? And and yep. um, I think another thing, though, is for someone who feels like possibly your dad because he's older in age, maybe he would be denying himself something that previously brought him joy because, now he's too old to do that or he's too whatever, right? That we do that yep. to ourselves. We say, oh, I, I can't do that anymore because of this. 
and we deny ourselves that avenue of passion because of some unwritten rules that we see that tells us that we can't. And so that's another well, place that we can examine. Yeah. What's your I, was just saying, I said over the pandemic has been keeping him kind of in, in his yeah. uh, in his little home. So being outside your pay, I know he's missing some of the things. He's very social. He likes to connect with people. So he has a passion for that, which he just is not able to do right now. So Yeah. Yes, that's another thing Yeah. The pandemic has definitely affected a lot of people's passion, I would say. Um, especially us social people, us extroverts who like being around people. It definitely had an effect on me. Um, you know, and I used I used to love to go to the movies and when I was younger I liked going out dancing. But see that's not something that I necessarily do anymore. Um, I used to do plays all the time when I was younger and that's not something I necessarily do anymore. Um, I'm not, I'm not denying myself those things, but they're just not things that are in my life right now. But knowing that those things give me passion and an opportunity comes up, you know, to do a play or to go out dancing with friends, I can say yes. Right? If it works out. Because I know that I am passionate about those things. And so if that yep. opportunity becomes available, I can jump on it. Yeah, I think that's great. Like anytime my friend says, you want to go to Disneyland? And I'm like, heck yeah. Right? Yep. Well, Trish, we got one month left of the season. Isn't that crazy? It is. I can't believe this year went by so fast. I know. I can't believe we only have one month left and we'll be starting over again. (laughs) I know. That's excellent. So is there anything that you would want our listeners to hear um, and take away with them tonight about passion? Um, I think that, you know, I would just say that if you don't know what your passion is and you're not sure what it looks like, look around at the people, look at people around you and see, you know, who you think might be, who you think is passionate. And, you know, see if, if you have any of that in your life. Sometimes it's a spark. Sometimes it's a joy. You know, joy, sometimes it's just, you know, they just are, they look so excited about something. And, and find that in yourself. Find that in yourself and grab hold. You know, we only have one life here. And, you know, I, I really think it's a blessing to live a life of passion. You know, whether that's, you know, travel or family or friends or laughter, you know, just having that spark of passion in your life really can just make your life so much bigger. So I just want to encourage people to, yeah. to really reach out and, and find their passion and embrace it the best you can. Absolutely. Love that. Terry, what would be your yeah. close words on passion? Yeah, I agree with uh, Trish. And I think, too, as you're, as you're reflecting on, on what excites you, what makes you happy, what brings you joy, 
what you look forward to doing. It doesn't have to be, and I think we've said this before, but I'd just like to reinforce the idea. It doesn't have to be something big. I mean, uh, when I think of my mom, uh, you know, she's 98 years old. She can't see very well, but she has a passion for reading. And she can't uh, even read anymore. She listens to books, but that's, I mean, that fuels her. You know, I'll call her and she'll say, oh, I missed dinner tonight because I was reading my book and I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't, um, time was going by so fast and I was was getting near the end and all of a sudden I realized I missed dinner, you know, and so she's really passionate about enjoying good stories and and being involved in, in books and that's a pretty simple thing and yet it brings her great joy. So I think it's just, you know, thinking about it, if you're not sure, well, what what are the things that when I start doing them, I just get lost and I can't remember? Mm-hmm. I mean, gardening is one for me as well. Pulling leaves in my garden. I mean, who would have thought that's a passion? But it is because I get lost mm-hmm. in doing it. I find such great pleasure in in looking at my garden and seeing it weed-free. So, I mean, just look for your passion. If you can look for it anywhere. You know, look for it anywhere. And just what, what yeah. is it that, that brings you brings you happiness, peace, uh, a sense of calmness. You know, it's, it, it, it doesn't have to be jumping up and down excited. It can be that inner calmness, that inner peace that, that we seek, you know, in our lives. So be open to, uh, as, if you don't know what it is, be open to that feeling, that sense of um, completeness, that sense of, you know, not wanting to stop, that sense of just really um, being engaged. Yeah, absolutely. I encourage everyone to make a list. You know, make a list of those things that you're passionate about. Make a make a list, you know, underneath the the thing you're passionate about, say why you know you're passionate about it, how you feel when you do it, when you think about it, when you're sharing it with others. You know, get really clear on what it is you're passionate about and why. And then you can access that passion um, much easier. And you can share it. The best thing is to share it. Um, you know, and some things, you you might be passionate about something, or you might just be passionate about doing things with people. There might be a certain person you love being around, and you could be doing anything, but you're doing it with them. Um, you know, so there's all different kinds of passion um, this has been a, a fun month of talking about passion and just going even deeper with this step. Um, since we are doing this along with our group program, I feel like I get to go even uh, even deeper into the work, and it's really just expanded my view on on this topic and the tool that we talked about this month in the program was permission. And I talked a little bit about that already of are you allowing yourself all the avenues of passion that you've had in your life or are you limiting yourself in some way because of how old you are or what station you are in life or how much you weigh or whatever it might be. Um, and are you allowing yourself that permission to have passion? 
So I thank you ladies so much for being here with me tonight, for making this an awesome episode, like always. Well, thank you. It was a lot of fun. Yes, yes. We love ourselves some Trish. So we just want to remind all of you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about the Fearless Living Institute, please go to fearlessliving.org, and you can find out all kinds of things there. If you want to get a hold of Terry and I, you can check us out at fearlessgenerations.org. And there you can see um, everything we've got going on, which is a lot. (laughs) Our next workshop is actually September 11th from 10 to 1 Pacific time. We would love to have you there. You can find out that under Change Your Life tab um, under virtual events. And um, we are going to be teaching you all about intentions power of our words. So it's going to be a great, powerful mini workshop. And uh, please go check that out. Uh, as well as we've got a five tool, five day challenge, uh, five ways to get fearless um, in our Facebook group, which is Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations. Um, we will be doing that. Yes week of September. We're starting on the 13th, which is a Monday, the second Monday of September. We'd love for you to join the group and get in on that action. And we have all kinds of other stuff going on. So, everyone, thank you so much for being here. Please come back. Keep coming back um, and share it with your friends. Um, We love doing this for you. And We appreciate all of you who keep listening each Monday night. So until next time, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless.